You're listening to a conversation recorded during the FETC 2019 conference in Orlando, Florida. Enjoy the program. <laughs> Hi, welcome to coverage here from FETC 2019 in Orlando, Florida. And normally it's sunny and bright, but we haven't been blessed with that yet, but it's coming, my understanding. Mm-hmm. We're just now coming back after the uh, lunch break, and the hot seats are full, and so we're going to let you guys introduce yourselves, tell everybody who you are, where you're from, what you do, and then we'll start the conversation. Okay. Eileen Bellstock. I'm the Director of Academic Technology out in Williamstown, Massachusetts, which is in the Northern Berkshires. Um, I'm also on the MassQ board, uh, which is an affiliate of ISTE, um, and I'm here presenting with with person will introduce itself next on digital uh, data privacy and personal assistant devices and classrooms. Okay, cool. And I'm Raina Friedman. I'm a fifth grade teacher in Mansfield, Massachusetts. So I'm still in the classroom and love it and have chosen not to leave. And I am also the president of MassQ. And I am here at FEGC not only presenting about data privacy and personal assistant devices, but I'm also talking about HyperDocs later on in the week. Awesome. Cool. Man. So let's talk about MassQ first. Let's get sure. it out of the way so yeah. our listeners know what we're talking about. So tell us about it. Oh, so MassQ is Massachusetts Computer Using Educators. We're a Massachusetts um, ISTE affiliate. And we actually run the largest ed tech conference in New England at um, One Gillette Stadium. Oh, that is yes. And we offer a lot of grants and um, professional development for our members. That's really awesome. Yeah. And you guys are closer now because it's in Philadelphia this year, so that's going to yes. be even better. We'll be there. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> so let's talk about here. Um, what's the session that you guys are doing together? Just a little, our listeners, a little bit about so it. So it's, it's kind of a two sides of a coin. Um, as a technology director, I'm really concerned about student data privacy. And with all the AI in classrooms right now, what we're seeing in classrooms also coming in is Google Home and Alexa mm-hmm. um, into classrooms. And... Um, as a tech director, I like I cringe every time I hear it, and it keeps me up at night. Um, and Rainer and I have been friends for a long time, and we've had lots of arguments about the fact that she actually has a Google Home in her classroom. So we did a presentation about where I see from the data privacy issues as a tech director, and then Raina talked about how successful it is in her classroom and why it's important that tech directors look at this mm-hmm. for future future yeah. users. Yeah, and one of the pieces that I focused on was more about how in the process of what the fifth graders and I went through to put the Google Home in the classroom because we did not just take the Google Home and open it and use it. It actually sat in its box from December until March because students developed a classroom responsible use policy for the Google Home use and really got to understand the data privacy behind it and the federal laws behind it. And it also involved admin and school committee and parents in the conversation, and then they develop guidelines for use, so it wasn't just let's open it up and use it. There was a lot of thought that went into it. That's really awesome. What, what a great project for the kids. And so um, th- along that line, did you guys share that so that we can tell of our listeners where to find such a, a, a document? Um, it's actually in the FETC um, file. But okay, we could cool. tweet yeah. it out. We could tweet it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. at a at R-L-F-R-E-E-D-M, and I'll be happy to tweet it out. Raina so Friedman. we will uh, tag you in the, 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 cool. the tweet. Yeah. 
Um, that's and that's you guys a great can, piece right there. You can find yeah. that. So yeah. it was really a, a really good workshop and a lot of great conversations with the tech directors. And, and I think our shining moment was one one of the um, tech directors says he came in saying absolutely no with these devices, and he left saying maybe this this could work. So that was yeah. huge for us. That is that's one, a big win. Yes, you get one person. So along that line, what's what was the biggest reasons why like top three reasons why they didn't want them in the classroom? First of all, they don't go through the school filtering system. Um, is also an issue with students under 13. Mm -hmm. um, it records voices, mm -hmm. so it hits all three, the FERPA, SIPA, and COPA regulations. Um, and it's almost like Raina calls the Wild West of technology. And um, until these devices are designed for education, it really hasn't happened in the classroom because of E-rate and you know, a lot of the other things that schools depend on. Um, so to me, those are the top three. And Raina could answer some of that with what she was doing, but mm -hmm. only, but in the classroom level that we would love to see as a district level. Well, that's what I was going to say. So, yeah. so taking her top three, how yeah. did you mitigate those? So we have the responsible use policy for the Google Home that mirrors our district responsible use policy. Mm -hmm. As far as that piece is concerned, we actually leave it unplugged all day unless it needs to be in use and our classroom has a Googler of the day that goes and plugs it in and then asks the question and the students were really trained with why we're using it and what we're using it for it's actually attached to a clean Google account so there's not even an item on a calendar there's no credit card there's no I can go on any app and, it, and I actually something important that we talked about even the other day was I used a password that's not used in any of my other accounts known to man. Sure. So that way it's not like someone could say, oh, I hacked in and got her password somewhere and now I'm going to do the Google Home. We don't, we avoid all of that. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. So there cool. was a lot of thought put into how we use it. Yeah, that's really neat that you guys attack that because that's a, we're actually doing a small session on a securing the IoT. Yes. And so, yeah. you know, that's, that's IoT. You know, then when it's not just Google Home, it's no. you know Alexa. It's a lot of it. It's, well, it's what we did could work with Alexa and sure. Siri. We talked about yeah. that, and then yeah. tomorrow we're going to be talking on a panel for is it like a data privacy event here? Mm -hmm. Data yeah, with Steve yep. Smith. Yeah, yeah. with Steve Smith. Yeah, that's awesome. And we're going to talk about it there, but. Um, it's, it's really interesting what Rainer is, is teaching her kids about policy and about responsible use. Mm -hmm. And what they're doing is, is um, going home and talking to their parents mm -hmm. yes. ab about the same thing. Yeah, one of the things I had talked about, a gentleman asked me how in-depth I was getting. And my kids really do understand at 10 and 11, except I have to remind myself they're 10 and 11, about the data privacy that adults don't know. But um, recently I was published in District Administrator Magazine about the Google Home use we've been doing and the procedure and the way that we sort of went through it. And one of my parents, because I include my parents in the whole process, one of my parents emailed me and said, you know, for the first month and a half of school I really struggled with, why is our Google Home unplugged every day? My student was actually unplugging it whenever he <laughs> saw it plugged in and never yeah. talked to the parents about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the father recognized that as a parent, you often try to protect your kids from it versus having what Ken Shelton calls courageous conversations with kids right. about using this. And then one of the things that also came up with is I had a parent that um, last year, I gave him the choice to opt in or opt out of using this. And I met with all the parents who wanted to opt out. And through conversation, they actually realized that it might be a good thing to try because everyone's going to get educated, themselves included, because they didn't even know that it records the way that it does. Right. I had a parent that said, I don't understand why you want to do this. So I asked her to envision her child working in the future in a law office, but working at a desk with a computer with no keyboard. 
mm-hmm. and who's going to teach these kids how to work in that environment mm-hmm. yeah, that's really if we're not and from my perspective it's educating our, our, our administrators and our teachers a lot of them don't even understand the, the federal regulations or you know understanding student data privacy so in our roles we need to educate our teachers so they can be like someone like Raina who was actually reflecting on on how this impacts students right yeah absolutely well it's like frankly it's like any consumer technology you know yeah. any any technology that I've got at the house, if I'm an educator or I, or I have a student or you name it, it's going to find its way into the classroom. Right. And so it's not a matter of throwing up all these, you know, blockades and, and throwing up your, the walls and saying, no, you can't have, bring this in. You can't. It's going to be in there. Yeah. Whether you say it can or not, it's going to end up on your network, you know, in case of, you know, you're the IT person. So how do you deal that? How do you deal with that realistically and proactively? Now, sometimes, you know, it's already in there, and so now it's reactively. I, I think your approach was phenomenal. I, I'll be you. honest. I don't know yeah, if yeah. I've heard of anybody approach it that way. Yeah. From from our perspective and our yeah. experience, it's been quite the opposite. It's already in the classroom, well, and now everybody's we backpedaling, trying to figure out, okay, what do we do with this? And, no, yeah. unplug it, get it off my network. Okay, well, this is how kids are using it. Well, that's great, but the concerns, like you had outlined, yeah. are here, you know, we have to do that. I, I take it straight to iPads. You know, iPads were never meant to be in the classroom. Right, well, right. it changed the entire industry, put it on its head. I fully believe Google Home, Alexa, any of these types of devices are going to do the exact same thing, obviously in a different way. So we, we've got to be able to figure out where are the limitations, where do the restrictions need to be, and how do we work with students, teachers, to make sure and that your it's, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, especially you know, the you admins. You said they were in the principal's offices. Yeah. Yeah. Really? And there's yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. conversations going on in principal's right. office. Right, right. Yes. So the other piece of that is we need to be talking to, to these Google, and we need to be talking about mm-hmm. Apple. Yeah. We need to talk to um, Amazon. Amazon about, all right, these devices are coming to our classrooms. If you want us to buy them for our classrooms, you need to make, to make them an educational product. They need to change yeah. the terms of agreement. for a teacher, or, the price is right. Right. The price yeah. is right. But right. $29 at Walmart yeah. for a Google Home. You right. Can, but yeah. they're, not, they're not designed right now for, for, for school right. use, but they're coming, and and, and they're using it anyway. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter that it's not designed for it. Right. They're using it anyway. Which is why I'm trying to get out and share with Eileen mm-hmm. these conversations to have with kids because there's a way to really implement them. Yeah. Well, you know, what's scary is just like we were, you know, I deal with E-Rate. <laughs> FERPA, SIPA, you name it. If it's got a putt in it, we deal with it, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's the interesting thing that's going to happen is, is that we think about that stuff that's going to happen down the road. It's not going to happen right now. They haven't caught on yet. But when they do... They're going to start denying us funding. They're going to start hitting us with, with, with things because we did, and we didn't know that right. they're in our classrooms. That's really scary. And the way the current uh, climate and politics is moving, we don't know what they're going to use. Right. And there are, right, there are conversations being had that are being recorded now that someone's going to get a hold of, and, and we're going to find ourselves, well, you know, you had this in the office, and we have this conversation. Well, that conversation was private. Well, no, it wasn't private. And, and we talked about that in our session is the fact that, you know, if, the, if, if, if parents have a right to access if their child has been ah, recorded. Right. So it, if it's going to someone's personal device now because we did a cell phone or, a, a, you know, a, a Google Home, that's confiscated. That's not p- private property anymore. That's exactly right. right. Yeah, no. I said that's what I'm worried about about most devices is because we know we've been in tech a long time. Um, cell phones have been recording to the cloud for some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, people say, "Well, I was just, just talking audio. about right." Yeah. Well, people say, "I don't understand." I was just talking about that, and now that's 
on all my search engines and that's on Facebook. Well, it's because it has been. Oh, Jeff, you're getting crazy. No, it, that really does happen. We know it does. And Google Home and Alexa luckily have proven that for us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it's great you guys attack that for the classroom because yeah. I think more teachers will think about it. And now that you've actually set the standard and you've created the workflow, well, here's the workflow. So teachers can go, oh, great. No, we'll, we'll do this first. We'll leave it in the box. And you've just helped me create a whole new workflow for my kids. So that's really awesome. That's why yeah. I'm glad you're, you're going to share it out to well, us. We'd love to share yes, it. Yes, thank you. And I think one of the things, I, I know, uh, I work at an education service agency. Um, I don't know what you do. You have BOCES up there, ESAs, something along yeah, those lines. No, I, I can't line. remember what they're called. <laughs> anyway, anyway um, uh, but it's, it's, a, it's a regional education uh, facility. We service, in mind, we service like nine districts within our area. Basically, we help them. We kind of act as the liaison between the state and the schools. Okay. Um, and so um, one of the things that I have a hard time getting my folks to understand uh, is that you know, when you bring a personal device into the public arena, that personal device is no longer personal. Right. You know, once you take your piece of equipment, and I don't care what it is, iPad, phone, Alexa, Google Home, you name it, as soon as you put it on my network, in my publicly funded arena, it's no longer private anymore. And anything is FOIable, anything, I mean, you, you have to, you're opening yourself up to a whole, a whole slew of potential issues, and I think that's got to be part of the conversation from you know from the tech person to the instructor, you know, to the to the educator, and say, look, okay, I understand you're wanting to do this, but you also have to understand the ramifications of putting that device on the network that you may not even realize. Mm -hmm. And how I dress with my teachers is like I'm protecting you. I'm right. protecting them. Yeah. I'm protecting the students. I'm protecting the school. So this is not I'm slapping your hand and don't do it again. Right. It's right. like there's a, re there's a reason behind it. And um, we, they're, they're under my security as, as, yes. as, as the students are. And, um, and once they take it from that angle, they get it. Yeah. They get it. But there's a lot of education we need we need to be doing in schools that that is just starting to happen, and um, in some cases has not and, no. and it not and happened at all. It can't be a one and done, and that's no. one of the things that yeah. we were talking yes. about is is you know you explaining the laws, explaining you know how to do any sort of new technology with kids, um, any of the third party apps with kids yeah. about you know why you can't just log them in and give them accounts. Right. You know, and the other big thing that comes up too is, and people don't know what they don't know until you, you hear it or say it. I right. mean, that's sort of rule of thumb. And so people just don't know a lot about this stuff. And oftentimes people have a hard time admitting when they don't know they don't <laughs> right. know something right. or yeah. don't like to be told. Like, I would never go to a superintendent and say, you didn't know this. Right, right, right. Well, I was about to ask that question. So was it, is it a, administrators, when they see that we need to make these you know, changes, yep. sweeping changes that are going to take time yep. and money. Um, does the conversation get, did the conversation get harder? Does it get harder? I mean, you're coming at it from a different angle. For me, my principal yeah. sat down with me when he took over and he said, Raina, I know you, I know your background, I know you're a risk taker, I know that you push the envelope sometimes, so all I'm going to ask you to do is have a conversation with me about your why, the Simon Sinek of why, why you're doing it, and then we'll talk about if we can make this work or not. So mm -hmm. I went and I had a conversation because our textbooks are 25 years old. Oh. And so, you know, the map of Russia is wrong. Three states of matter still exist, even though there's five. I mean, just last week I asked my kids how many states of matter there were, and I got solid liquid gas. And I said, what happened to plasma and Bose-Einstein condensate? Yeah. So he <laughs> said, I'm going to let you try it. And we haven't looked back. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's good. You know, that's that's the big buy-in right there yeah. is to get that. And from my perspective, it, it's always been an IT issue, and it's not necessarily been a superintendent school board issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I struggle with creating a sense of urgency around it, and I hate for the sense of urgency to be created when there is a, when there is a, when there is a crisis, right. as opposed to let's be proactive. We've you know we've given every student a Chromebook from grades 11 through 12. Well, what do we do now? You know, right. it's like we should have already done this before, yeah. but um, so I think I think uh, tech directors struggle with that in some school boards and, and superintendents with educating them mm-hmm. and, and putting this on the top of the pile. Yeah, right. And the conversation I had was with my principal, not my tech director. She has not once come to talk to me about it, and I've asked. Yeah. 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 So see, it's that's that's really interesting how that plays out. We we see that both sides of that coin everywhere. Yeah. It just depends on how that trek, how much uh, responsibility that tech director feels that they have. Yep. Right. You know, that's it. If the administration lets you understand that you're in charge of tech, you make those decisions. You know, you bring us the importance of what's going on. And we okay. have a small department, so our admin teams do some of the tech decisions. Ah. So yeah, that makes it. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. So. Uh, what else is going on? We, we beat that horse, didn't we? We, t- <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. uh, got into that heavy, but I mean that's a that's a very valid. Con- yeah, look at all the sessions here. I mean, I we're doing say, one. You guys are doing FETC's one. FETC's having all of yeah. a lot of it. I saw a lot of it in the programming. Yeah, yeah. I'll give Bruce Umstead some credit for that. Bruce is the one that really you know keeps his finger on the pulse of what's yep. going on and finds what needs to be talked about. Yep. So, uh, what else is going down? What else are you guys doing here that you're real excited about? We're gearing up for our big conference in the fall. Okay. Yeah. But here, I'm going to be seeing um, Chris Bouguet talk about Escape yeah. the Room, and he's oh, going yeah. to be actually one of our, our Cubite speakers in the fall. Cool. So I'm looking forward to hearing a lot more about assistive technology because that's something that I am unfam- like don't know a ton about. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that, and I'm excited to hit the vendor floor and yeah. see what's new and available. It's your first time here. I've never been oh, here. Oh, your first really? time. Really? Yes. Well, awesome. It's my 15th year. Oh, oh yeah. Awesome. So, it's a great conference. Yep. Yeah. That's what I hear. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot of the programming. I know um, Matt Miller will be in and speaking about some different things. Always excited to see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else is exciting. I know I'm talking about HyperDocs yeah. for uh, a little on um, Tuesday at 3.30, cool. actually, in the vendor area. I love that they're doing a lot of talks down there, the poster yeah. sessions, all that. I think that's a great way to yeah. meld the two worlds. Yeah. So HyperDocs is a great way for teachers to be able to infuse a lot of digital tools into something that could be flat, if you will. Yeah. It yeah. brings for us, it's brought in our Reading Street uh, Basil to life. Oh, cool. So I'm really excited to show some ways to use that in the reading and science classroom. That's really cool. Cool. Yeah, that's the cool thing about FETC, the tracks that they have are much different than ISTE or anything else. You know, there's a lot going on here. Well, just like you found out today, there's tech directors here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we're actually using this model for to redesign how we do our our conference in the fall. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's important to have those. Yeah. Yeah. this, like I said, this has been this has done very well. It's always been done very well, but once they started the tracks, I think last year was the first year. Uh-huh. Was the tracks, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's been great. So I, as a, as a tech director, I know which sessions are, are relevant to me. Yeah. So. Same thing as an educator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It makes it really easy to get because that's the thing about coming here. We, I was telling David this morning. This is a pre-conference, and already this morning there were. Um, 54 sessions, you know, Crazy, right out of it. Yeah. yeah, so you, you've got to know what you're getting into before you, you show up and just go, oh, I'm just going to find out. Nah. No. I miss the surfing. The yes. surfing yes. conference yes. used yes. to be we, right We miss the surfers, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. 
And the golfers are always walking through. And the golfers yeah. were going <laughs> to the other <laughs> side. Yeah. Golf and conference yeah. ended yesterday. Yeah. It's, it's FBC's time. Isn't that wild? Time. Yeah. That's right. So, so um, okay. uh, one more time, just for our listeners, if yeah. they want to get in touch with you and share and find out more information, what's the best way to get in touch um, with you? Through Twitter at, at Eileen Bellastock. And same, Twitter, Raina Friedman, but it's at R-L-F-R-E-E-D-M. Cool. Awesome. Very that's cool. A, that's awesome. And uh, before you guys go, we'll give you uh, our tchotchke. <gasps> that's right. So fun. Oh, I hang excellent. them right by the door, right outside my classroom door. So I know a lot of people put them on their computers, uh-huh. right? But I believe in hanging them up outside right by my classroom door because my students actually ask about them all. Oh, yeah, who they are. Look them up that's or Google great. them yes. or something like that. Yeah, that's and they really start cool. talking about where is this? Why does uh-huh. she put this up there? Who are they? So I'm sure awesome. they'll be hey, asking about right. you when we get back. Awesome. Thanks, Thank guys. guys. Thank so you. much. Thank Enjoy you. the rest of the conference. You've been listening to a conversation recorded during the FETC 2019 conference in Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening.